I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50 where each week I will look at a year in my life to find the geek influences ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week 1988! Red Nose Day first happened in 1988. While I had lived through Children in Need this was the first charity spectacular that I felt I was part of. I was at Armagh Tech in February and it seemed that the whole campus got involved. We made red noses out of ping pong balls to sell, spent time shaking tins for money around the town and had fundraising events throughout the tech buildings. That evening I tried to watch every single part of the TV spectacular with Lenny Henry and Griff Rhys Jones presenting. While the charity raised 15 million, what made it for me was being part of a group to muck about with and being accepted. In tech I ended up with some good friends from across the community. Growing up in a predominantly Protestant village and going to school in a mainly Protestant filled school, I did not knowingly meet many people who were Roman Catholic. It was not a shock to find out they were like me, with small cultural differences. You have to realise that growing up in Northern Ireland, these things that are slight in the rest of the world had grown and sometimes exploited to be major differences. Because of these friendships we all felt safe in Armagh, with out of class time spent sitting on the mall in the middle of Armagh or in the cafes chatting. My brother Roger had gone to England for university and that June we went on in the car and drove via the ferry to collect him from Newcastle upon Tyne in the north of England. That meant one thing for me. A chance to go to a proper comic shop. I knew there was one in Belfast but we seldom went there so I made sure I had an old copy of what I think was the UK comic buyer's guide which had addresses of comic shops. I also had to formulate a plan of what to buy. My strategy was simple. I would get the comics that had the most superheroes on the cover. So on my buy pile I had X-Men titles and they had the Inferno crossover so costumed heroes were all over the place, X-Factor Annual which was part of the Evolutionary War. I found a copy of Legends 2 in the back bin. It had Superman and Batman and two others on the cover so well that was a start. I also got a collection of 2000 AD stories, Robo Hunter and ABC Warriors. I would later that summer make it to Belfast and into Talisman, a well hidden comic shop at the back of the newly refurbished Smithfield market which had a glorious amount of recent back issues that I plundered over the next few years when I could make it up there and getting new comics such as Amazing Spider-Man 300 which I read until the cover came off. Over the summer I turned 17 which meant a rite of passage of learning to drive and before the year was out I had my license. And while having a VHS player meant that movies were more accessible that year had a strong list of classic movies coming out. Who Framed Roger Rabbit the half live action half animation, Coming to America with Eddie Murphy, A Fish Called Wanda, Die Hard, Beetlejuice, Naked Gun, the Great Outdoors, Midnight Run to name but a few. But there were two films that I have seen but I kept missing the ending for years. These were James Caan's buddy cop sci-fi Alien Nation 
and the remake of Dead on Arrival DOA with Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan, both fairly well into their neo-noir scene. On TV, a new sitcom started in February. Based on a spaceship, the first episode of Red Dwarf introduces us to the anti-heroes who will be companions through my life. I can remember vividly that first episode, the end, and laughing uncontrollably at the deadpan delivery from Holly of their dead Dave. As I walked through Armagh, my eye caught in a shop window with a record player. I knew if I saved up over the next few uh, weeks and months, I could own it. It had a turntable, a twin cassette deck and an FM radio. And yes, after a amount of saving, it was mine. I just needed records to play. Now, we can be judged on a lot of things in life. Our style, our attitude, how we choose to treat people who work for us and with us. But I hope people will judge me fairly for my first records I ever bought. Tanita Tickerum with Good Tradition. The Christians with a cover of Harvest for the World and the first album from the Travelling Wilburys. That along with whatever crazy 70s records John had left in the house when he moved out with his record player were what I listened to and what I filled my first mixtapes with. More albums followed with the best being the Blues Brothers soundtrack. Elsewhere in the world, the Piper Alpha oil rig explosion in the North Sea shocked the UK. Eastern European countries had begun to revolt against Soviet control in what was nicknamed the Singing Revolution. And James Hansen, a NASA scientist, testified to the US Senate that man-made global warming had begun. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess@gmail.com, on Twitter at MarksMessPodcast with a T, on Facebook at MarksMessPodcasts. And thank you to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music.